Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to remarkable mothers and women from the Arab world to inspire, engage, and drive growth. This is the first episode of our brand new series, Featured by Unlimited, where we present young and emerging talents, giving them a voice and sharing awareness around their stories and enterprises. Today, we are pleased to welcome Mirna Trad Haddad, the author of a new book, After Midnight. Born and raised in Lebanon, Mirna fought social-cultural pressures to marry young and strived instead to build an independent life for herself. Mirna has been working since she was a teenager in order to pay for her studies. Her perseverance and strength led her to a promising career notwithstanding harassment from bosses, loneliness and addiction. Silent for many years, but fascinated by our mission and empowered by the interviews in our first season of Unlimited, Mirna reached out to us to share her story. She's an example of the resilience and courage that characterized the many silenced women around us whose story we will never get the chance to hear. We met Mirna in Dubai, where she traveled to apply for the Sheikh Zayed Young Author Award. So please join us in this premiere interview and let's wish her all the best for her new book. Mirna Tradadad, welcome to Unlimited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mirna, you are a very young lady, yet you have had a very intense life. Tell us more about yourself and your story. It is my pleasure uh, to be a part of Unlimited family. Uh, it's true that I'm young. I'm only 28 years old, but I've been through a lot in life. So I decided to write a book to all ladies around the world that life is full of problems, full of difficulties, but especially here in the Middle East, so I will be talking about my experience, my personal experience. It's a story of a young girl who had to um, fight with life in a very young age. Uh, I started to work since age 14 as a waitress at night in order to, to be able to pay my fees to the school and help my parents because it was a very hard time. Um, including this, I, I spoke about harassment from the bosses that I had, um, from clients, many clients, um, from, um, you know, this, this feeling of shame, of guilt, of something that you, you didn't do, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not your fault. Uh, about the actions that I didn't take and I didn't spoke about this to anyone, about my ambitions at the same time, my dreams, my ups and downs. Then uh, going traveling to Qatar, also I had like $20, $20 in my pocket only. But I have like this voice in my mind all the time, like you can do it, you have to go. It, uh, you will be successful one day. I never felt or thought that I have to give up. I have to get married to anyone, just be at home, you know, like to be invisible. It doesn't mean that getting married and having children, it's, it's meaning of invisible. But it's in my opinion that um, I wanted to do something. I have to be someone because I can do it and I, I, I have the... 
you know, like, and this spirit, you know, I have an energy spirit, this positive spirit that I want to be someone successful one day, you know, and I thought it's worth it to write the book and uh, to talk about my journey from working at night, from uh, the getting married, from addiction to alcohol, and at some point to drugs also as well. Uh, after marriage and how how I fell into depression and anxiety, uh, suicidal thoughts, and I tried to end my life in one one day. I tried that. Yes, I will now never forget this day. There's this voice also in my mind that made me also here today talking to you guys about about life to me and sharing my my good and bad and personal um, parts in my life in order to maybe help someone or inspire someone out there that life is beautiful eventually and life is nothing without problems and obstacles. I would like to ask you about uh, the environment you grew up in. Uh, did you feel that you were a part of your community? Well, it was a safe, uh, peaceful environment, especially surrounding by my neighbors, my parents. Uh, we lived a normal childhood, normal life. But um, at, at some point uh, or some subjects, no, I didn't feel that I'm involved too because um, there's still traditions that we, we, we walk on and we have to act according to those traditions. So at some point, I felt that women don't have a, a word to say or that you always have to follow rules that um, no one made it or no one wrote it. So I think that women should be more free and should chase life as travel, as working. I see. So you, you felt you, the community was built on these traditions, but... Uh, that you are looking for something more than just the normal life. Yes, I for me, from my personal opinion, I wanted to to make myself, to build myself, um, to travel the world, to have a high position, to be a boss of myself, not to work under people's hands, as we say, and not to be like um you know just just a worker in this world. I wanted to 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 make something different to to leave a mark somewhere somehow so I chased all of this by myself and uh, who inspired you was there a role model that you looked up to well yes I decided to work in this age in order to help my dad I consider myself as my own role model and I see also my family my mom and dad as role models to me because I didn't want them to, to, to get hurt because of the difficulties of um, life since then. So I wanted to make myself, so I took this step uh, in order to help myself, help them, at the same time to not give up on my studies. I wanted to continue university. So I think my dad, he is my role model because he didn't want me to work at this age, but I had to, 
at some point, but I'm sure that now he's proud of me and he's, he's always supporting me in everything. Well, um, in your book, uh, you mention uh, harassment. Were you able to share your fears and your discomfort with anybody uh, during the, that period? Well, yes, this is a sad reality that happened to me and I'm sure it's happening everywhere and with every person, unless it's a girl or a boy, an adult, young teenager. And we we are afraid to talk about this because it's considered as a taboo. I couldn't talk about it to anyone because I felt guilt to myself. I knew between me and myself, you know, between me and my room that I I didn't do anything. I I just wanted to work to take money and just pay for my school, my university. That's it. But um I I'm not sure what's happening in a 50 years old guy head, you know, like I I couldn't figure it out alone. I prefer just to keep it silent because but was I had this uh, this point that I will talk about this one day and I will figure it out and I will think about it just to have some answers. I see. So this was uh, was the long time you kept it for yourself until you wrote the book, basically. Yes, yes. I kept it to myself until like this year I decided to write a book and talk about it. And um, you're now happily married with a very supporting husband. Uh, I would like to ask you, uh, how did you meet him? And particularly, when did you realize that uh, you could trust him fully? I met my husband on the first flight for myself to Qatar. I went to Qatar for a job, and uh, this was my first time that I get into a plane or travel in my life. So a nice guy just sat next to me and... I, I felt like this strange feeling that he's he's a nice guy, so I spoke to him and then we spoke all the flight and we dated each other for two years, then we get married. He's a very supportive guy, he supported me all my stay in Qatar, he's, he, he listened to me, he, he advised me, uh, he always pushed me like, you have to be someone, I know you have dreams. You, you can do it, I'm next to you, don't listen to anyone, especially negative comments from people and stay away from toxic people and toxic relationships. So I think he is the the best friend, the best husband, brother. So he is everything to me now. Um, when did you decide to write a book? Well, after many obstacles uh, in my journey, I... I I was in a devastated mood. Um, I was into depression and anxiety. Uh, I didn't feel good at all. And I didn't tell my husband first that I was facing all those problems. When I started to talk to my husband and communicate in a better way, like to be open and telling him what, what, uh, what scares me. So he told me like, why you don't write a book like sharing your experience with everyone else so I told him but the, those are secrets and maybe I'm exposing myself maybe it will get a negative comment you know he said no you, you trust yourself and I trust you I took like three months to four months after my recovery from depression and I thought that why not to turn this 
this bad experience into a positive experience and share it with other girls. And I'm sure that maybe I inspire one girl, one of 1,000. Fantastic. So it's, again, your husband that uh, helped you to yeah. make this decision. And um, you call your book uh, After Midnight. It is a very intriguing title. Uh, what is the meaning behind it? Well, because everything bad that happened, it happened after midnight. You know, when I was a waitress, I used to work at nighttime. So everything undercover, secrets, taboos happened at night. Like customers who bring girlfriends, not their wives, harassments from the boss when everyone leaves. It's, it's all happens at night, not during daytime. So that's why I decided to write it after midnight. So I used to wait just the sun comes out, a new day, just the blue sky. You know, daytime was, was my favorite. Actually, I hated nighttime. Uh, you also write about addiction. What do you think uh, led you to it? and uh, what helped you to free yourself from addiction? Well, uh, loneliness is the first point that uh, led me to addiction. Unmotivation uh, led me to, to depression and anxiety. I felt myself lonely because I didn't share my thoughts to anyone. So, um, and also toxic friendships who take advantage of me. So I used to hang out with them at night. So I was in Lebanon and my husband in Qatar during COVID-19 pandemic. So I started to hang out with, with them. You know, I was afraid to be lonely. So yes, they used to put drugs in my drinks to, to be unconscious and then take money from my purse. Uh, ab emotional abuse, physical abuse, if you can say also... Yes, it was a very, very hard period to me. I don't like to remember it, but I have to talk about it to to make sure or to send my message to people that loneliness is better to be lonely than having bad, bad people around you because they will drag you down. It's a personal act. You know, you cannot see this visually. It's not, it's not appeared to people. It's something from inside. I can sit with you and laugh with you, but inside, like, I'm hurting, I'm feeling bad. So it's this person have to take the decision to stand up and end this situation up because it leads to suicidal thoughts, bad thoughts, especially depression, falling into depression. It's, it's very hard, social anxiety. So it's, it's a personal decision. And is there anything you think... Somebody else can do to help people that are uh, depressed and that are at the beginning of their addiction. Well, of course, yes, but um, it takes lots of courage actually to, to talk about this because when I shared my experience with depression, lots of people like um, told me why you are exposing yourself, you are a liar, you want attention, you want fame. But they didn't know, no, it's something happening, you know, it happened with me and I, I'm finding ways to get out of this and I'm sharing my experience to, to, to trying to help other people. Some people spoke to me about their also uh, 
experience and I was very happy to communicate with them and finding solutions uh, to just talking to them when they feel down but still here in the Middle East depression and anxiety is still not like very exposed it's still a taboo for lots of people I see and um, but this happened to you uh, you mentioned uh, uh, at the beginning of the COVID crisis yes at the beginning yes so that is one of the results to be alone and uh, and away from from your husband right yes unfortunately I see I wanted to ask you who did you write the book for Is it addressed to teenagers, to young women, or also to mothers? Well, it's, it's, it's for the ladies out there. Whenever you read the book, you will feel that you are the character of the book because it contains lots of actions, daily actions that happen with us, lots of obstacles. Uh, it's, it's for every person out there. Maybe a guy also um, went through this. It's for, it's for all people, actually. And um, what is the most important message you wanted to send to women with your book? To follow their dreams, to never give up. I know that life sometimes could be hard and full of problems when you feel like, I, I want to quit this, I can't do this anymore, you know. But no, don't, don't think about this, just think about the good days that are coming, that you are someone, you are a miracle by itself, you can do everything, you can be happy, independent. I know it might take some time, but you will get there someday, I'm, I'm sure of that. Do you have any regret or anything you would like to change in your life if you could go back in time? No, nothing, I would change nothing, absolutely nothing. Why is that? Well, those problems and mistakes that I made in the past and the mistakes that I'm still doing made me this girl, this mature, wise girl that I am today. And I think that I will never stop making mistakes and it's something natural. We are at the end human beings. We learn from our mistakes. We move forward. Um, we, we look forward to, to beautiful moments, to a happy life to success, to inspire others, to be a role model, um, to think about the future. So that's why I never regret anything, because if I did, I wouldn't be Mirna, who I am today. And um, tell us about the reaction to your book so far. Well, um, the society like is devised by two Uh, there's um, a part of it who like the book, who are very excited, they want to read it. Uh, they like the subject, especially, especially my page on social media, on Instagram. Uh, it's full of uh, inspiring quotes, in inspiring videos and real experience from real people. You know, it contains like alcohol addiction, drug addiction, uh, depression and anxiety, suicidal. You know, it's real. Just not like, um, just only emotion and like fake vibes, fake, fake pictures. And, um, but some people, they like, um, they like write silly comments. They, they, they say bad words. They send, they send me bad messages. Like, um, uh, how, how, how could you work as a waitress? But now you have, now you have, uh, you're having a good lifestyle. 
but they don't know the problems that I went through from a waitress to become this lady that I am today. That's it. I see. So it's a, it's a very controversial uh, yes. book. So it took a lot of courage again to, to write this book. And really congratulations for that. Thank you. Uh, in fact, you are now in Dubai to deliver the copy of your book uh, in person to participate in the Sheikh Zayed book award for young authors, right? And uh, again, congratulations and best of luck for Thank it. Thank you. What does this opportunity represent to you and especially for the delicate topics that you address in your book? It's a, a unique um, challenge and... Uh, I felt like I have to do this and I have to come to Dubai to participate in this competition because I feel that my book is unique and special and it's actually a revolution in a way because no one will stand up and say I was addicted to alcohol, I was addicted to drugs, especially here in our um, closed-minded society. And uh, actually, your first book was uh, written in, in Arabic. Do you foresee a translation of the book? Well, no, no, this book, no, um, because it's, um, it's headed to the Middle East. Um, it's headed to ladies here to never say no, especially the harassment subject that we are that it's common, you know, but it's also a taboo and uh, under the tables, as we can say, no one speak about it, no one dare to speak about it. So I will keep uh, this book in Arabic. Maybe other books, yes, I will definitely translate it to English. We look forward to the new <laughs> ones. And um, what does Unlimited mean to you? Unlimited... Uh, it's first time I saw the page, I felt like it's an amazing page full of um, positive vibes, empowering ladies, empowering women, seeing those successful ladies on the uh, on this page, like having interviews or sharing their experience, their, their success. I felt like I want to be one of those ladies one day. So this page... Uh, played a big role in my life, in my journey, especially when I was writing the book, that um, when I finish, I will, I will ask them to, to join the family and share my experience with them. It's an amazing page, and I really want to say thank you to Unlimited Family to, to give me this chance, amazing chance to meet the, the team, to be a part of the family and share my experience with them. Thank you, Mirna. We are so honored to have you with us and to talk about your book. The honor is mine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Unlimited on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss out on our next stories. To find out more about our content, please follow us on Instagram at un.limited.me to stay up to date with our latest news and releases. If you have a story to tell, don't hesitate to get in touch through our website, www.un-limited.me. Thank you.